0: Hey, 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 good people! It is my pleasure to be back with you after a couple of weeks hiatus to revamp and try to get a little rest. And I'm very, very happy to be back with you today. All right. And before I left, I talked all about the Atlanta Beer Boutique and Jen Price's endeavors to raise twenty-five thousand dollars for seed money for her brick and mortar, the Atlanta Beer Boutique. And guys, we are. Very, very close. So, if you would be so kind as to donate five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars at Atlanta Beer Boutique.com, all of the information is there. She'll have the link to the Kickstarter there. So, please help our cool sore collective or cool sore community in helping their dreams become reality. And you can start by doing that today. That's Atlanta Beer Make sure you support Jen Price. Today we are joined by two brothers, yes, two brothers of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, Mr. Christopher Catant and also Mr. Richard Bailey. And They have an amazing app that will be beneficial to you and they'll tell you all about it in our episode entitled Group Fit. I hope and I know you will enjoy. You know you gotta be a cool soror to talk to the cool soror herself, I'm a cool soror. Hey, y'all. I am a cool soror. Of... What's up, y'all? I'm a cool soror. Hi, I am a cool soror. Of... It's the Cool Soror Podcast, hosted by me, Rashawn Ali. <sighs> Welcome to another edition of the Cool Soror Podcast. And we've got a double dose of brotherhood today uh, via Skype. For our cool bruh, uh, interview. And gentlemen, before I introduce you, well, I'll say your names and you gotta tell me what you a cool bruh of. So we have Richard Bailey and Christopher Catant, who are the visionaries behind Group Fit, which you'll we'll find out more in just a moment. So gentlemen, at the same time, you are cool brothers of. Alpha Phi
1: Alpha Fraternity Incorporated.
0: Yes, I like how that you said that together. Very nice. Y'all must have <laughs> look, even though y'all are five years apart as far as uh being initiated or pledging, you guys said that to guy like you're online together. How y'all doing?
1: We doing good, we doing good. And uh thank you for having us. Absolutely.
0: This should be a good time. So, Richard, you're from Harlem, New York. Christopher, yep. you're from Brooklyn, New York. Do you guys know each other from the New York boroughs or you met somewhere else?
1: No, we 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 uh met our school. Okay. You know, New York is that um, you pretty much it's pretty much hard to know everyone, but um, we met at school. Even though we're farther apart, we did have some overlap in time. As I was leaving RIT, and he when once he came in.
0: Awesome, awesome. So tell me a little bit about your backgrounds, uh, Christopher. I'll start with you. Uh, growing up in Brooklyn, New York, what what you know in our minds, we know what we want to do as children, or some of us don't, but most of us do. Did you have a clear inkling as to what it is uh, you wanted to do uh, early on in life?
2: Great question. Um, so no, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and really, <clears throat> what I what, well, I knew I knew a couple of things. I knew that um, I love solving problems. Um, I love being creative, I love being challenged. So I kind of took that as my foundation. And then, as I was going all through life and as I was entering college, I had a great mentor who suggested for me to take on software engineering. And software engineering's, um pretty much addressed all those three things. Uh, it's challenging, um, it's problem solving, and it's it allows you to be creative.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Rich?
1: So with me, it's a little bit different. Um, uh, I grew up in a performing arts school mm-hmm. from uh, elementary to high school, and I, I really wanted to be a dancer, a professional dancer at a young age. Yeah. But then that dream only lasted about a week. Was my my parents <laughs> talked some sense into me? <laughs>
0: what do you mean talk some sense into you? That could have been. I mean, obviously, if you wanted to dance. I mean, what what was it that they said that made you change your mind?
1: Uh, that dancers really don't make much money. Oh,
0: okay, gotcha. All right, that makes sense. That's practical. <laughs>
1: at, at, a, at a young age, you know, that was really convincing. Um, uh, but in all seriousness, um, I knew I wanted to do something with science and math. Uh, those were my two best subjects in school, and. At first, I swore up and down that I would be a doctor until I took that first biology class. <laughs> <laughs> and then I switched to uh, wanting to do engineering. Uh, once I got to high school, and kind of dabbled in some uh, electronics and uh, computer science courses. And uh, from that point on, I kind of knew I wanted to d- uh, do computer engineering. Uh, and then ultimately led to me go back to business school, which led to the business side of technology.
0: Ah. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me about that, you know, the, the business side of technology and you growing an interest and then you guys coming together to, to create this app. So let's, let's go there.
1: Yeah. So, so um, once I was an engineer, um, I knew I kind of wanted to do something more because I'm I'm more of a kind of broad thinker rather than kind of an expert in kind of one area. Um, But I still had a true passion for technology. Um, So what I wanted to do, uh, was to find a way to combine, um, uh, my two passions, which is, um, uh, business and technology, mm-hmm. uh, along with something that that's a part of my everyday life, which is fitness. Right. Um, so it came with the original idea, actually in business school, in class, um, I, you know, as you know, probably wasn't paying too much attention because right. I to this idea, <laughs> but, um, the concept of just providing a safe place for people to um, find other fitness like-minded people just came, you know, came to my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of connected with uh, Chris and a few others um, to iterate uh, our initial product, uh, which was CrowdFit. Cause GroupFit was kind of our second project. Our first project uh, was something called CrowdFit. Uh, and then it was a small team of was working on a project. Um, and then, Fast forward, we kinda learned some um, some issues along the way, hit a big wall, and we kinda went to the drum board to come up with Group Fit.
0: Oh, okay. What were you able to learn uh, with CrowdFit that you have taken with you to Group Fit?
2: Um, great question. I think <clears throat> I think we learned a lot in terms of the technology and the business. The business being when you know, when they when you grow up you, and you, you're talking about starting a business. They make it sound really simple, but I think there's we missed a big part of that. Is basically um, you you iterate on your idea as much as possible, so you can learn and get feedback from from your audience. Um, and then we didn't we didn't do that fast enough, um, and so we kind of hit this wall because we weren't learning um, fast enough mm-hmm. um, to implement. And so um, I think that was the, probably the biggest thing um, from my perspective. I think we
1: learned. Yeah. And then just to add to that, uh, one thing that we learned pretty quickly, uh, well, two things. First issue that we learned fairly quickly um, was was trying not to be too too perfect. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Since we were doing it part time, um, it took about a year to launch. And within that first iteration of crowdfit, we tried to fit everything that we wanted in the product. Uh, however, we quickly learned that users thought it was too complex, yeah, and we should yeah. have just uh, launched something on uh, what they call the minimal vi- viable product, which is small as small enough for you to get it done quickly, but big enough to, to provide your your most um, prominent feature to your users. Right. And then the second the second um, issue that we learned fairly quickly was that not everything that people say is a great idea, or people may say that they want, actually means you know, means that they're actually going to use it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, the first idea of Crawford was just to find an exercise partner in your area to see what people, other people have, um, other see what other similarities people have in terms of exercise styles, exercise goals, and eventually lead to working out with each other. Uh, but what we found is that um, people love the idea, but then people were just mostly interested in other people and not necessarily becoming exercise partners.
0: Got it. Um, yeah.
1: And so we kind of did some market research and market survey to see how can we pivot from here. And then the idea of Groofit uh, came about a few months later.
0: So, so when did you guys become just enamored uh, of the whole world of training and fitness? Was it a gradual thing and something that you kind of embodied uh, growing up as athletes? Maybe where did it come from?
2: Yeah, uh, for me, it was it was exactly as you said, it was just being athletic, um, you know, doing three different sports, four different sports growing up. And then um, transitioning into college, um, you know, I went I was a student full time and I wasn't I wasn't doing sports. But I was. But from that past experience of, of athletics, I had like a consistent um, habitual, you know, became a habitual gym goer, um, constantly trying to stay fit in between classes. Um, and so that kind of sticked with me all the way up until, you know, now. And so where, where it matters the most um, when you, when you become an adult um, to stay fit um, so you could live your, you know, your best life.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. And for me, it was a uh, pretty gradual as well, too. You know, similar story at the early age growing up playing team sports, basketball, football, track and field between elementary and high school. Then also dance as well, too. So I pretty much uh, maintain a healthy lifestyle at, at an early age uh, and regularly going to the gym, and when I got to college, I uh, pretty much stepped up um, my uh, dance activity, as well as stepping within, uh, you know, fraternity. Um, so I was kind of uh, indirectly forced to still maintain that same healthy lifestyle as I got older.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that led to uh, a more interest in, you know, the education surrounding health and fitness. Yeah. Constantly, you know, reading health, health and fitness magazines, articles, blogs, YouTube videos, just educating myself on what to do uh, to the point where I became, it wasn't just kind of a, health and fitness wasn't just a supplement to my lifestyle. It became like a true passion. Yeah. And every single month, every single year, I became more educated, became more knee deep in health and fitness to the point where I started helping people out, started experimenting with my body, see what things worked well what does it work with me work well for me in terms of just diet and exercise styles um to point and kind of got to point where i'm now where um where i feel that i'm very you know educated on the topic as well as i know what's what works extremely well for me for both from an exercise and nutrition perspective
2: and and fun fact uh this is chris this is fun fact um at the age of 15 i made the decision to give up eating uh meat and so mm-hmm. i'm a pescatarian i'm a pescatarian um, for you know, ever since I was fifteen.
0: Oh wow, that's good. I've been leaning towards pesc- pescatarianism, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't eat beef and pork, so I mean, I'm almost there. Just got to give up the chicken and the turkey. <laughs> awesome. So, um, group fit. So, and so you had this sort of experiment with crowd fit, and now you have group fit, and obviously you're extremely. Proud of it. Uh, tell everybody about the, the the app and how it has been received thus far. Sure.
1: Um, you know, Fit is a you know fitness platform for the Black community, and uh, first and foremost, our grand vision is just to make our community more a more fit and healthier one. Um, as you all may know, you know a lot of um health stats are you know affecting us disproportionately compared to the general population. Yes. Uh, for example, you know, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, aka high blood pressure, um, and then death by stroke and and other heart diseases are number one, number three leading cause of death in our community. Um, so just from that perspective, you know, you know, group is is, is, is is the the vision of Groofit is extremely important to us. Um, now we wanted to figure out how can we make that into uh, a product or service that. Um, can be offered uh, to the community and uh, what what kind of came about is a platform where people can share their fitness journeys via photos and videos as well as get sample workouts as well as reading health and fitness articles and then we have a few other things that's come in a pipeline including exercise programs and uh, plans and whatnot uh, connected with personal trainers uh, and the goals is just to provide um everyone in the black community the tools and the resources to be the, the best versions of themselves um because from a lot of our research and talking to people a lot of it stems from just uh, the lack of education yep. you know yep. or just having that um, support system behind you and you know a lot of people take for granted the, your support about you know take for granted the support system, Um, that you need to embark on your journey you know whether even if you're working out by yourself we we are human we need that support we need that um congratulations you're doing well keep going keep pushing you know some someone or group people to hold us accountable and that's we feel that group fit um is serving us for the community yes and
2: and in addition to that and take a step back our, our our what includes in our vision is is basically Providing a platform for Black fitness, right? Black fitness is this term is this term that's growing, um, and and communities starting to form around Black fitness, and we just want to provide the space for that. And Black fitness kind of boils down to representation in the health and fitness space. Like, there's a lot of content out there um, in health and fitness that we're not represented, and and it's clear by the by the stats, right?
0: Yes,
2: um, 76% of, of Black people in America are either overweight or obese. Um, So there's that problem, and we're trying to provide that space for the solution to that problem.
0: So has there been a story uh, or uh, a transformation that sticks out to you the most when it comes to having presented this amazing app to the world? Can you think of a couple of people whose stories you followed or anything that kind of sticks out?
1: Yeah, so one in particular um, – was uh, she? This this lady? Uh, she was an early Goofit um, user, probably one of our most early adopters. Um, and it wasn't necessarily a transformation, but she um, shared with us uh, with the Goofit community, her transition from um, doing her uh, from going through her pregnancy, to also post uh, kind of post pregnancy, and kind of what that journey looks like. And it was it was. Very interesting for me because you know as a as a as a as a male you really don't experience that um, and then a lot even when we do our health of fit we know people who are in health of fitness and so we do our health fitness research you really come across the fitness jersey from uh, a woman who's going through the pregnancy um, going through a pregnancy and also the the methods and the the, the time it takes to get back after you know pregnancy yeah. so that to me was very powerful you know just mm-hmm. the inspiration not only Delivering uh, a miracle of a, that is a baby, but also, you know, staying true to their health and fitness lifestyle and then immediately doing what it takes to stay on that journey during and post-pregnancy.
0: Yeah, I know all about it. I know all <laughs> about it. Way too well. That's well, a great
1: you. Huh? So more power to you! That's oh yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. All right. So, um, when how, how successful has it been since you launched, and when when did you launch exactly?
1: Yeah, so we launched back in June of last year, so okay. roughly under a year. Okay. Uh, so been about, about ten months. Um, and at first, uh, it, it launched relatively well. You know, especially from the ground, we pretty much just scrapped everything, started from ground zero. Uh, but we didn't get our first huge break to maybe December um, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, everyone's getting up for, you know, the health and fitness New Year's resolution mark. So we kind of put together a strategy to capture as many people during that period. Uh, But also we partnered with a few other people to do this big um, chat, this um, campaign, a 21 day challenge uh, with uh, Jim Hookie, who's a health and fitness influencer as well as 2190, which is a Blavity brand. Uh, And then once we we got a first taste of doing this, uh, a co marketing campaign. We realized the potential because so many people uh, were aware of Groove Fit and, um, and just for any time we have a, a bump in awareness, whether it's through a PR, a podcast, an article, or a, a mar- co marketing campaign, um, the Black community tends to want to support us or even learn more about us. Um, so I think December is in January wh- was a time that. You know, we figured out that hey, we need to go go to it full time. Um, so March first is actually when we quit and moved down to LA from the Bay Area to do this full time. Oh wow! Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. So it's been about two months, and actually, you know, the moment we quit, that was kind of the next big bump and just success. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were standing behind us, our vision, our goal. You know, the courage to quit our jobs and do this full time. Uh, And right now, uh, you know, we we currently have uh, 2,000 monthly active users and counting. um, And we feel that it could grow. We're growing at, you know, 30 to 40 percent month over month. And, you know, we have we have we're showing no signs of slowing down as just purely due to the support of the community.
0: Yes. Yeah. So what's the greatest (laughs) misconception when it comes to startups um, that you've been able to learn? Uh, throughout this process, what do you think people are, uh, I guess, taken aback by when it comes to startups?
2: Um, that I, th- I think people don't realize, you won't realize it until you start, um, how hard it is. Um, and by hard, meaning like um, learning, learning and being able to uh, move quick enough and um, I think that's I think that's the biggest misconception that kind of you have this plan and you're going to stick to it. But really, in the startup world, you have no plan. You you basically have to learn from the day before and constantly make your product or your service better. Okay. And I think people come in with like this, you know, this hard structured pa- plan that they're not ready to deviate from. Mm-hmm. And I think probably the biggest misconception. Um,
1: yeah. D- yeah. And just to add to that, you know. You have to have a fluid mind. You, know? yeah. you can't be stubborn and be hard set on a, whether it's a feature or a strategy or or just anything you want to do. Um, because if, if people don't like it or if it doesn't work out, you have to you know just let it go and just move on. So we have pl- we have plenty of instances where you know we 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 X features out, we implemented them but got rid of it because it wasn't working, people wasn't wasn't using it. Um, whole strategies have been changed. Um, you know, as long as you stay true to your overall goal and mission, um, um, you should be fine. And a lot of people don't understand that you have to, a lot of people come up with ideas based on their personal preference and personal experience, which is good. I mean, most, you know, this, you know, our, our startup was founded because of that. Mm-hmm. Once you get past that initial idea, you have to take into account that everything is done for the user.
2: Right. Yeah. So.
1: Doing something that the users aren't responding to, um, then you have to move on. Mm-hmm. And, and if you if you can, and it's always best to do as much uh, market research or, or user surveying prior to implementing something or deciding on something. Um, you know, we learned that the hard way. Now we do a user interview one or at least one or two every week. We've been doing that for the last two months since we been doing full time and constantly getting feedback, constantly getting suggestions. Because what you think, whatever you think may be hot, uh, may be pretty
0: trash. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> so you just got to kind of have that open mind.
0: Right. You're like, man, this going to blow and you get crickets.
1: <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> it's a few times. Yeah.
0: I guess yeah. that that's the nature of any business, you know, testing yeah. things out and seeing what works and doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of what worked, obviously, in the fall of 05, in the fall of uh twenty eleven, uh, uh both of you became members of Alpha Phi Alpha and I would like for you to tell me uh you know separately obviously uh Rich did Alpha Phi Alpha choose you or did you choose Alpha Phi Alpha?
1: <laughs>
2: oh, that's, a <laughs> oh, that's a good question.
1: Um, you no know, we are at least you know in our region or at least my chapter we say uh uh Alpha doesn't make great men great men make alpha. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: um so I would say uh, that Alpha chose me. I mean, I feel that Alpha qual- characteristics are are kind of deeply rooted in, into you. You know, the ideals of leadership, um, service, uh, dedication, community, those are things you really can't teach. Yes. Uh, so I think, from my opinion, I think uh, Alpha chose me, uh, and I was smart enough to see the light. Um, at the appropriate time and take advantage of joining a wonderful organization.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, Chris, why are you laughing? You're just chuckling the whole time. Because these are one of these questions you
2: answer, like, you know, during your, like, <laughs> right. as, as you as the pro- process, as your interest. So I'm just, it's taking me back to that. Um, so for me it's kind of funny um for me I kind of I kind of disliked when I first started school my first exposure to Greek life was college um so my my family's Haitian we're Haitian American and mm-hmm. so Greek life was very foreign to me and so I already had this mis I had this misconception and I, I came into college actually disliking Greek life but then um I met some of the brothers uh rich at the time was one of them and couple couple of other my profites were on the yard and I just knew them. I didn't I didn't associate Alpha with them. And I just saw the great work that they did. And everything they did is, is things I believed in uh, right. community service. Um, and specifically, our chapter is heavily focused on mentoring and mentoring is a big thing in my life. And I love to give back in the form of mentoring. And so as I got to know these brothers closer and just got to understand, um, it, it, I, I I, fell in love. Um, I fell in love with the fraternity and and uh, and very and. And years later, now I'm an I'm alpha. And so that, so I definitely say um, alpha chose me.
0: Well, wow. definitely. Good. That's fantastic. Wrapping up here, guys, this is one of the questions I ask everyone who's on the Cool Sora podcast. And of course, you being our cool bros as we feature both of you this week. Uh, what is your definition of cool? Rich, I'll start with you.
1: Oh, definition of cool. <laughs> Tough one. Um, my definition of cool is doing what makes you happy and being and doing whatever it takes to be successful and whatever makes you happy Mm -hmm. Uh, that's my definition of cool that's my definition of success and ultimately that that's what is going to be a legacy going to be a legacy that you leave behind
0: awesome
1: chris
2: let's see uh for me cool cool for me I'll, I'll define as passion, um, like no matter what you do in life, um, no matter how hard it is, um, if you show that passion to to overcome and, and to become what you want to be, um, you are cool. You are very cool to me. Um, <laughs> So that's what it boils down to for me.
0: Good. Well, you have a new subscriber. I just literally downloaded the app. Uh, It's very easy to download. So I would encourage everyone to do that as well. Uh, How can people get the app, find out more about what you guys are doing moving forward?
1: Sure. You can get the app both on the Google Play and Apple App Store. Uh, It's groupfit, spelled G-R-P-F-I-T, all one word. Um, Or you can head to our site, groupfit.co. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, groupfit, one word, G-R-P-F-I-T. Um, yeah, and, and catch us there. We we continuously have new stuff coming up. Uh, we actually about to make a huge update to our app in the, in the next uh, couple of weeks, so definitely tune in and catch that. And then we also try to do a lot of stuff in the community. Um, so we just had a free boot camp here in L.A. We got one in the Bay Area coming up. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll be out in Atlanta pretty soon.
0: Yeah, come on. Let me highlight you. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. I wish you nothing but continued success on this amazing app and just what you are doing for the black community and focusing in on our health. That's very important. And we need more brothers like you. So I appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Definitely appreciate it. And uh, congrats to you on a great platform allowing us. And thank you for allowing us to be on it.
0: Oh, my absolute pleasure. Christopher Catant and Rich Bailey, everybody. Thank you so much.
1: Hey there. My name is Rich Bailey and I am a startup CEO. And yes, I am a cool bruh of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Hey there. My name is Christopher Catant. I'm a startup CTO.
2: And yes, I am a cool bruh of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Ice!
1: Ice! ice, too cold, too cold, ice, 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 the black and old gold.